Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today, we are short a couple of the ladies, but you have three of us here for a fabulous episode. Meet my sister, Sarah. Her mission is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders. Catherine's mission is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. And me, I'm Whitney. I'm on a mission to help people do work they love and love the work they do. Author Earl Nightingale said, we become what we think about. And Mark Twain said, life consists mainly of the storms of thoughts that is forever flowing through one's head. You've no doubt read or heard this comment, as a man thinks, so he is, as he continues to think, so he remains. That's James Allen. The Stoic Emperor Marcus Aurelius said, a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. And poet and philosopher Ralph Waldo Emerson said, a man is what he thinks about all day long. I have a couple of things that I say to myself every day. These are thoughts that I am continuously like coursing through my being to help me to live the life and be and do the things that I want. And one is either I win or I learn. And I've mentioned that on the show many times, either I win or I learn. And it's one of those things that helps propel me when things may not be going quite the way that I want. And the other is nothing has any meaning other than that which we give it. I got that one from Tony Robbins. And it helps to remind me that I can put a story on something, right? I give things a narrative which may not have anything to do with what's actually going on. And then one of the things I ask myself every single day, how do I want to feel and be at the end of the day? And those three things are part of, and I have a morning routine, I have an evening routine, and those thoughts, those sayings are part of what helps to keep me on track. So the question is, if thoughts are things, right, if thoughts are what set us on our path and the things that we say and repeatedly say become our reality, the question is, what are you thinking? What are you 
Saint. Catherine. What am I thinking? What am I saying? I am writing all these notes right now and just grateful for you and Sarah and this incredible show topic because what we think, what we say, all of that is an energy within us. It's an energy that we put out that carries. It's an energy of words matter because words alone are an energy and we become what we say. We manifest what we say. And for me personally, being very intentional about like what I say, what I'm putting out there, I may think something and go cancel, cancel, delete. I think I, that's a Jack Canfield lesson when we think something crazy or whatever you're you're just like what hell no no cancel cancel delete so you know just being intentional and I'm not perfect we're all perfectly imperfect with this and the intentionality the mindfulness around what I'm thinking and certainly what I'm saying is a top priority for me with how I show up because it carries an energy, it affects people, it affects the the worlds around me, and it's also a, it creates manifestations in our own world, which is probably for me even like the biggest thing <laughs> with minding what I think and minding what I say. And so, you know, I love Whitney your openings around, you know, your intentionality of either I win or I learn, we're in charge of that mindset. We're in charge of thinking. We're talking about what we think. You know, we're in charge of thinking that way, right? Like the same around the meanings that we give things, right? Like, you know, that we are in charge of as well, that thinking. And then how do you want to feel at the end of the way? How do you want to be, feel, and show up at the end of the day. I mean, these are all super intentional um, and will, you know, guide, guide what we're thinking and what we're saying, you know, throughout the day. So, you know, this is the thing is how do you want to show up in the world? Right. And give yourself grace. This is certainly a journey you know, is it more positive? Is it more thoughtful? Is it more intentional? Is, you know, what do you want to put out there and being, you know, just super, super thoughtful about that. And that will also help guide the words that are coming out of our mouths and vice, vice versa. So for me, you know, as just a kind of top guiding principle in my world and something that I'm super intentional around, you know, is minding awareness, intentionality around what I'm thinking and what I'm saying. Absolutely. You said, you know, a number of things that just struck a chord with me and you start it with energy and it starts right we have these thoughts it's where we are putting our attention to and something else you said is that you're not perfect we're not perfect no one's perfect and so this isn't about having perfect thoughts this isn't about being a positive thinker 
right? This, this isn't about positive thinking. This is about minding what you're focusing your thoughts on. We all have thoughts that come into our head. And you said this as well. We get to choose, right? So things will pop into our heads. We get to choose what to do with that thoughts. We can dwell on them. We can question them. We can get curious about them, asking where that came from. What does it mean? How can we use it? We can sit in it, all right? We can, if they're negative thoughts, we could wallow in them. Well, I'm just, just to real quick, dive a little deeper into what you were saying. Thank goodness. Thank the good Lord that we don't have to act on the thoughts that are in this crazy brain. Because sometimes the thoughts can get crazy depending on the situation. And I'm grateful that we don't have to act or even say everything that's all on, on our mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goes to your point about being mindful about it, right? Instead of just having a thought and then running off, you know, zero to 60 and doing something about that thought, taking the time to be mindful about it and recognizing how thoughts get from thought to action, right? And actually paying attention to that. So you have a thought you decide intentionally or consciously or unconsciously, you decide whether or not you're going to stay with that thought or not. And if you stay with it, it starts to impact how you feel. And once it starts impacting how you feel, if you decide to stay in that feeling, that emotion, it starts to have an impact on your body, right? And your, your chemistry, the chemistry, the physiological chemistry of your body. And then that has an impact on what you choose to do or not do. And so the question is, right, if all of this is energy, is it going to be positive energy? Is it going to be high vibrational energy? Are you going to operate at a high frequency or are you going to let it bring you down your energy and then operate, like you said, dis-ease, being in a state of being stressed or depressed or discouraged, right? We get to decide that. We get to decide. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but it is possible if you are mindful as part of it. And so I like to, to approach it this way. If I am proactive and pay attention on the front end, it makes it easier when those negative thoughts, when those thoughts that let's say they're not thoughts that will serve me, my vision and my values, if they're thoughts that don't serve that, I have sort of laid a foundation that allows me to to flip the switch a little easier. And there was a time in my life where that wasn't the case. I would have thoughts and I would sit, I would say wallow, <laughs> if I was being honest, right? I would wallow in those thoughts and those thoughts became these emotions that I wallowed in. And then they had an impact on how I behaved, whether I got up and moved every day, whether I was in a good mood when I was around people, how I showed up at work. That's the behavior. Or is your behavior 
getting you what you want. And if your behavior is not getting you what you want, trace it back to your thoughts and the things that you are focused on. Sarah, I see you chomping at the bit there. Chopping at the bit over here because this is an incredible conversation, super impactful. And I couldn't be happier to be on this call with both of you and really unpacking this theory. A lot of people might say this is some hokey shit we're talking about. I've heard that. I've been told that. Oh, you're into your hokiness, thinking positive. Oh, whatever. Let me tell you this. They have proved scientists... Not hokey people, not religious people. Scientists have proved that death doesn't exist. And I'm quoting this. It's an illusion of our consciousness. They have actually scientifically figured out that our energy, our energy, us inside, is what drives us and is what's driving this life of ours. And so if it's provable, it's not hokey. So I know that I believed in this for a very, very long time, and I don't know why I was given the gift as early as I was, because I didn't deserve the gift of knowing early on that through forgiving someone, my thoughts around forgiveness, my thoughts around just maintaining that I was in control of my future through forgiveness. And what that means, you know, and I've mentioned this on other shows, there's, there's been encounters and things and people in my life, some very powerful people in my life who've hurt me deeply. But what I learned early, and, and I still wish I could give credit to whom taught me this, or, or maybe I just knew, but if I held on and I stayed angry at them, I was going to become them. If I held on and I stayed angry, I was going to become what I disliked and the person that I disliked. If I, if I harbored that in my heart, if I harbored that in my thoughts, that's what I was going to become. So I quickly learned that I needed to do my work around forgiveness and not hold things against people because my essentially back then, you know, as a 12 year old, I didn't know this, but essentially what we were unpacking was my thoughts controlled who I became and who I was and how I functioned in life. And then, you know, somewhere in my mid twenties, I kind of lost my way a little bit. And I did start letting my thoughts kind of get out of control and not working towards a positive mindset. And it was ruling my life and it wasn't healthy for me. And so I really just maintain everything you ladies are saying is this isn't an art of perfection. This is a lifestyle for me, a lifestyle of being mindful of what I put in my brain. Now, I probably shouldn't watch the Bravo TV show that I do because that's against the mindfulness, but, and you know, what I'm consuming, what I'm putting in my brain. But to your point, Catherine, and Whitney both, we don't have to be perfect in this. It's it's a lifestyle. It's an exercise daily. I start my morning with gratitude and getting my mindset started in that way. I'd also just love to bring to light that I don't think this is as easy for men as it is for women. 
And I've learned that through my husband, who is fairly positive. But of course, we all have bad days and we can kind of get stuck in the, the mud of nothing's working for me. Everything's against me. This sucks. What am I doing? But in my paying attention to men, yes, they can do it. But there's also something in their competitive testosterone driven body that drives them a little differently. Sometimes getting a little angry, you know, in the moment is good for them and maybe even good for us. But it's how long do you stay there? It's the art of knowing what's driving me right now to create success and what is driving me too long and where am I staying in that thought process too long. So I just also want to acknowledge that I believe between men and women that we operate in this world fairly differently and that I just do believe that energetically we're getting back what we put out. And so if we're in a constant mindset of nothing's working out for me, everything's against me, sure, you are going to hit every red traffic light on the way to work and you're probably going to be late. That was your mindset. That was how you got your day started. But we have the ability to get out. We ha- That's the beautiful thing about our mind. The powerful thing about our mind is with just a slight adjustment, hey, shit, I'm in a bad mindset. I need to step it up and change my trajectory. I like to have a little fun with this. And one way that I play with this is through raffle tickets. If you know me, anything about me, I'm not a huge lottery winner, but I am a raffle ticket queen. And sure enough, every time I play and put raffle tickets out there, I win. I win. And my life didn't used to be that way. I never won. There, I spent a long, long period of my life not winning raffles, not winning anything. And that was a mindset that I got to choose to change. And time after time, it's so fun. I have so much fun playing with it. I wasn't winning at a charity event I was at recently. And this guy had won like four things and he stepped in front of me and he goes, I'm winning this too. And I butted him out of the way and I said, nope, I'm winning this. And guess whose name they pulled out? Mine. And I won. Yep, I won that raffle. So have fun with it too. Find something that's fun for you and a way that you can prove this theory in your life. Yes, that is absolutely true. And it is a journey. It is all that, Sarah, and a total journey. I mean, I I appreciate so much, Sarah, what you're sharing because it just completely opened up my access to the journey of, you know, thinking and saying, because there was definitely a time like younger years where it was just like low filter on, and it was just like times you'll just, just was like this, you know, blast off, pop off, like just uh, please, like please poke, please poke the bear. Please poke the bear was the attitude and uh, I was ready to pop off and uh, it didn't matter. And so it, that was me. There was a time when that was me. (laughs) You are not alone, Catherine. You are not alone on that. And again, it goes to what is it that you want? 
right? What is it that you want? And are you getting what you want? And I love that you said this, Sarah, people challenge you about being positive. So uh, here's my question. If you're like, you know, what is it with this positive thinking mumbo jumbo or whatever people want to negative things they want to call it? Why would you not want to be positive? Right. It just sort of why would you want to continue thinking the way that you're thinking? If it's getting you what you want, then fine. Do it. Do it. But I dare say that for most people, they're not getting what they want. They are not living the life that they want. And it revolves around what you're thinking. Right. And because it starts there, it absolutely we're manifesting, we're manifesting what we're focused on. But we put a lot of energy around a lot of thought, a lot of wording. If it's like, I'm powerful, I'm powerful. I can get through anything like I'm a warrior, you know, or if it's like, like, I'm stupid, I'm slow, I can't get it, I can't do it, I can't. You know, there's like, that's two completely different energies, right? And exactly. And so I think what you just said is, is a great thing to bring up and and to, to tap into a little bit, right? Those are affirmations. We are constantly affirming things. Everything we affirm is not an affirmation to get us where we want to go. Right. And if you are saying, why, you know, I, I'm so clumsy. Every time you bump into something, you go, I'm so clumsy. You're going to continue to be clumsy because that's your mindset. That's your focus. Right. I, or I'm stupid. I can't get this. And I've had to pay attention to my words around technology in particular. Right. And, and, and not not affirming and reaffirming that I am, let's just say, um, I'm not the best at it, right? So reframe that and you can take what you're thinking and you don't have to go flip 180 degrees, right? You don't have to go from, you know, I'm so stupid to I'm the most brilliant person on earth. You can acknowledge that you're not where you want to be, but you're moving in that direction, right? I am constantly learning, right? You just, you can say, I am constantly learning. I am learning new lessons every day, right? It doesn't have to be diametrically opposed. Either I'm stupid or I'm brilliant. Just say you're learning. And that acknowledges that you don't know everything without you restating that you're stupid or that you don't know things. And so there are ways to reframe whatever it is you're thinking and whatever it is those thoughts are causing you to feel to reframe that so that you can move forward. And again, before we got started, Sarah, you and I were having this conversation about, we were talking technology. The last week or so, I've had some trouble. I actually was taking time this morning to do some research to try to figure out what's going on with my technology. And I figured out that it's something that I can actually fix myself. Right. I can take my computer in and have them do it. But I did enough research that I figured out I can do it myself. And so that ultimately is the bottom line. What is it that you want? Just ask the question, 
and spend some time listening for the answer. What is it that I want? Who do I want to be? Where is it that I'm going? And are my thoughts and my feelings getting me there? Are they serving me toward that end or are they moving me away from that? And then make the changes, reframe, because you're in control. You're in control of that. And Sarah, the other thing that you talked about is forgiveness. And you said about becoming what you were disdaining. And we absolutely do. I think that's a lot of what's going on in our culture. There's a lot of divide right now. And people are focused on that divide and the difference. And I have, I'll say this, when I look at my, and I've probably said this before, but when I look at my social, on the whole, on the whole, you know, there's some things here or there, on the whole, it is a positive experience for me. I am not one of those people who is, you know, having a negative uh, experience uh, with social media because the people I have chosen to surround myself with are people who are operating and vibrating at a high frequency. And so what they have on their social and what I am seeing as a result of that tends to be very high vibrational. Yeah, yeah, every now and then something slips in. And I do exactly what you said, Catherine. I choose to move past it, right? I don't have to respond to everything just because I have a thought about it. You don't have to respond just because you have a thought. Doesn't mean you have to say something. If what you're saying doesn't keep you in the frame of mind and in the energy that the, at the frequency and the vibrational energy level that you want to be at. So be mindful so that you can choose what's best for you and what's serving you. I love all of it. You gave me great access to going back to language, you know, something that I started doing rather than like, oh, I can't do it or I'm stupid or I'll never get it or I just can't or like, it's like, you know, and I similar, Whitney, it's like around technology, you know, and it's like now it's like, I just like add a yet to the end. Like, it's like, oh, I haven't gotten it yet, but I know I'm going to, you know, and people laugh and add some fun energy into it. It's like, yet, you can say yet at the end of it. I haven't gotten it yet. And it's so just empowering. It just shifts the energy in your world and you will get it. You'll get more things and you'll be more empowered to do that. And, you know, this whole, topic around, you know, like I used to have like, you know, I call it like, call it like the mean girl voice in my mind. That's like, just like really hard on me in my mind. And she has gotten a lot quieter the last couple of years, but she was super loud. And like Sarah was talking earlier, we're talking about forgiveness and like, you know, letting that go or that becomes our world, you know, like releasing resentment and releasing those sort of negative energies and forgive is certainly a big part of that journey 
that has, I think, si- like brought that mean girl voice a little lower, right? Because, you know, that mean girl voice, as I would call it, is that thinking, it's that thought that we're talking about that we you can really work to shift because it's certainly more of a negative negative voice, negative energy in my mind. And so really confronting that mean girl voice, being in action, like literally Whitney brought up affirmations doing, you know, when that mean girl voice pops in or has those moments, like I am powerful. I am a leader. I am a loving leader. You know, I am powerful. Like I am these I am's, I am a champion. Like I got this, we got this, I got this. You know, I say that to myself regularly, like throughout the day, I got this, we got this. And like putting energy and body movement into it, it really helps with shifting those thoughts from a little, as I was calling it, the mean girl voice, just disempowering whatever that looks like and creates a different energy, creates different thinking. So you can really work it's a journey, but you can really work to get in a more positive, empowering place where it's like, like regardless of what the thoughts are, like you're doing it, you're in action, right? And it's a journey. So like, I, you know, we're all perfectly imperfect. It's a journey, but you really can begin to shift your thinking. You can use meditation as a tool. You can use journaling as a tool, but you know, know that it is possible to shift your thought patterns to a more positive, empowering place. I I, I did it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. I, I love that. I love that. The mean girl voice, right? Or, or the inner critic, if you think of it that way. I have a, an exercise that I would offer to try for if you've got this mean girl voice in your head directed at you or even potentially directed at someone else, instead of saying it to yourself, or once you recognize that you're saying things to yourself, I'm so stupid or I'm clumsy or you can't get this or whatever it is. I mean, girl voice. You're going to find it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> As you would say, your favorite flavor of suffering, right? Whatever that, whatever that is. Isn't she nice? Take that. <laughs> Take that and say it to your best friend, like in your head, right? So if you say you always fuck things up, would you say that to if your best friend came know. to you and said, you know, I'm always fucking things up. I can't get anything right. Blah, blah. You wouldn't say, you know what, girl, you're right. You do. You're a loser. You're a loser, right? You would not say that to her. So what would you say to your best friend and how would you say it? And so you've got to do that for yourself. If you won't do that for yourself, right? You're going to have a hard time getting where it is you're trying to go or being who you, not who you're trying to be, but who you are meant to be, right? The person that you're meant to be. And this is about stepping into who you're meant to be. This isn't about becoming something else. This isn't about pretending or or any of that. It's about being the best version of yourself 
but you've got to recognize what you're doing that's keeping you from doing that. And it starts with what's in your head. It starts there. Everything starts with a thought. Everything you see around you, everything that has manifested in physical form in your life, in physiological form in your life, in an energetic form in your life has started with your thoughts and not just having a fleeting thought, but the thoughts you dwell on, which I think this was you, Catherine, about paying attention to what we're putting in to our head as well, right? What we're exposing ourselves to, the people, the media, whether it's social media, regular media, mainstream media, the movies, the television shows, the things that we're reading, all of that matters. All of that matters because words matter. And when you're ingesting crap, you will project crap. Right. So we have to pay attention to what it is we're taking in. Yes, we carry energetic forces with the people we're around. The five of us get together and we're all sounding alike, talking alike by the end of a couple of days. If that like women, like we live like all my roommates like we ended up getting on the same like menstrual cycle together. We all like we have this there, you know, there's this energetic forces we can't even see. And we start talking like the people we start using the word. We start thinking like the people, right. That we're around the most. So really be my, this was another super mindful shift in my world because the energy, the thoughts, the words, the people were around, man, those energies around that alone, thinking and speaking, look at the people you're around. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a Jim Rohn quote, right? We are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So think about who are those people and are they leading you to a higher version of yourself? Or a lower version of yourself. Yeah, because the energy alone that comes off them, we absorb it. I mean, we absorb. We are energetic forces that are just putting that out and taking it in always. And we can be mindful and have like our little energetic fields and and that. But that's an art that you acquire on the journey of what you will allow to come in and be absorbed versus not. Right. But close people in your circle, it's just that, like you're on that sort of lower guarded level where it's an absorption and a giving out process, a receiving and a giving out. So uh, it's powerful to really pay attention to who you're spending the most time with. How are their thoughts? How, what language are they using? Because that's all energy you're absorbing. Absolutely. So do you have any closing thoughts as we wrap up today? Yeah, you know, I, as you were talking, you know, I would add that one of the things that helps to shift, you know, our thinking, right, is, you know, action, taking action and proving to ourselves things, right? And, and it will, you're, it will start to shift the conversations in your head through the actions, through 
self-care, actions of self-care through actions with other people, actions towards your dreams, your career, your hobbies, the people in your world. This begins to shift, um, you know, how we think about things and what stories are in our minds. It's very powerful. You know, I had for a long time, and I'll give an example, like, you know, I talk about this often being like a pleaser as part of my personality. And, you know, when you're that, you know, you don't always like speak your full truth. You know, there, you know, there, there, I spent many years in like codependent type relationships and there's beautiful things that have come out of being a pleaser. And then there's things that I've had to work on over the years once I realized and learned about this pleaser part of me. It's a beautiful, I embrace it. And it, you know, it's a journey, you know, confronting people, particularly people I love is super challenging for me. It's scary. It feels like danger for me. So I always, I'm having to always like step into that with, you know, my team, my loved ones, because you always have to get into alignment, got to confront things, you know, but it's super uncomfortable for me, even still. And I'm, I constantly like step into that, right? But stepping into that tells that pleaser voice or brain or thought, like, it's okay. You know, like, good job. Like, that's why I say to myself, good job. You stepped into it. Even conversation didn't go perfect, or maybe you could have said this or this differently. Like, great job. You stepped in, you did it. You were uncomfortable and you did it. Like, you step in, you start to prove to yourself, you create a new conversation. You know, that pleaser is like, no, don't do it. Like, danger, danger. No, we're okay. We are okay, pleaser girl. You know, so. That's what I mean by like actions and like stepping into things, to like create a new thought, create a new conversation, a new way, like truth, you know, speaking our truth, right. And having those boundaries that are reasonable that we all need, right. These are all actions, speaking truth, creating boundaries, stepping into fears to tell ourselves it's okay to create a new thought, a new way of thinking about a certain thing. So. Absolutely. I love that. I may not have the numbers exactly right, but the studies have shown that like somewhere between 90 and 95% of our thoughts are repeated every day. And basically we think the same thoughts over and over again every single day. And like 85, 86% of those thoughts are negative, which if you do the math, means that somewhere about three quarters of our thoughts that we're thinking on a daily basis are negative thoughts, right? Three quarters. That means only like 25% of what you're thinking is positive and moving you where you want to go. So as you keep thinking the same thoughts, you're producing the same emotions and then th those emotions cause you to take the same actions. And, and you look up and you wonder why you keep living the same experiences over and over again, why nothing is changing, right? And as you repeatedly engage in this same pattern of thinking and feeling and doing, it is coding your brain to say, this is the way it's supposed to be, right? And those become your habits. Those are your habits. 
And so here's some words from Carl Jung. It says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate, right? So if you continue to get something that you don't want, you have to go back and question the thoughts that you're having. Question your thoughts, question the words that you're speaking because the words have the ability to speak life or speak death. They are speaking your reality. You are calling into reality everything that you see around you in your relationships, in your work, in your health, in your wealth, in your life. So if in any of the areas you are of life, you're not getting what you want, stop, think, and then challenge yourself to change your thinking. Change the words that you're saying. Change your language. Change the people that you're spending the most amount of time with. That is not to say that you can't have relationship with your family and your friends, but think about how you are when you're with them. Are you who you want to be when you're in the presence of those people? And if not, all right, somehow birds of a feather flock together seems to always go to the negative way. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't seem to go in the other way. But you can bring them to you as much as you can, you know, go down to other people's vibrational levels. But you have to be intentional about what it is you're doing and recognizing and being mindful of what's happening. So if you want something different, do something different. You've got to think and say something different. So with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If you have not rated and commented and reviewed the show, please do so on whatever platform you are listening to us. Join us on IG, join us in our Facebook group. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. How have you changed your life after listening to this episode? How are you changing your life by changing your thoughts and changing your words? So until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.